All right, so welcome everyone to the first episode of This Week in FinTwit. Just a fun, quick Twitter space uh, that'll just be going on every Wednesday at around 5 p.m. PST. I think the majority of the kind of speakers up here might be on here regularly. Of course, we all have busy schedules, so it might be moved around with different people. It'll probably be fun to bring on some guests, other guests eventually in the future as well. But we're just kind of going over the past week or so what happened in Fintwit memes, markets, different key events that uh, were relevant to, to Fintwit. And so before we get started, uh, I'd also like to say this uh, episode and this, this show is sponsored by Retrosend. Uh, you can find it at retrosend.com. Just uh, high quality finance apparel. Very simple, very sleek, and uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. So let's get into it. Um, Wolf... Uh, Wolf Financial, I'll talk to you first or ask this question to you first. What are your thoughts on Greg hitting 100,000 followers in around four months or so? Glad you threw that one at me. And just so everyone knows, um, one of my Wolf analysts is recording this call. Uh, just a disclaimer there. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited for Greg. I actually found Greg at around 11,000 followers. I found him, I was just hopping into Twitter spaces and I was noticing this guy just like, sitting on the speaker panel and not speaking. And I clicked in his bio. And of course, you know, I didn't know if it was satire at first. I was like, I wonder what's going on here. But then I just, he just started like popping up in different places. So I started um, just calling him out. Like, cause I really started doing a ton of spaces. So I would just start calling him out and just inviting him up. And I make like a big deal, like Greg, like get up here. Um, you got to get up here. And he just started coming up and like sitting on my spaces. And this went on for honestly like a, a good amount of time. Um, he moved up to like 20k followers, I would say. And then at this point, I think it was somewhere around there where he got Jose Canseco, or he got like one of his first big tweets like blew up. And then he did the the moment of silence space. And I was like, okay, this is this is really going to go viral because people were literally he had like a hundred people sitting in the space, not even talking. And you know, I spent a, a lot of time on here, so I started DMing with Greg a little bit. And he started sending me like pictures of how much time he was spending on Twitter. And it was like insane. Um, so I started like chatting a little bit more with him and like going back and forth. We were actually talking about the app, Wolf. And I, I just I just liked him. I liked his personality. So I realized that, you know, there could be a lot of back and forth. So I started pumping his followers as best as I could from, you know, a smaller account perspective. And I was doing like parties when he was sitting, hitting certain milestones. So it feels like just like I think it was a month ago I did like a party on Spaces from hitting 30k so the fact that he went to 100k is crazy but I, i'm not surprised at all obviously with the type of engagement that he's getting and i i'm just glad that you know uh i, I got the greg follow and i've been a, i've been a part of it since you know 10 percent of what he has now and i'm definitely going to be driving him for a while um and pumping those followers no definitely it's interesting i also uh just a subtle plug i also posted up above or i pinned up above the uh, Greg thread I did on him yesterday. Um, we kind of collabed a little bit on that. Um, I didn't, I, I know I found kind of Greg within the past, uh, I want to say probably below 10,000 followers. Like I remember when we were kind of going back and forth, I was passing him every once and then or now and then, and then he would pass me. And then like, I remember I had towards the end of March, I had some really great tweet and then ended up passing him. And then like ever since then, he's just taken off. I mean, April was kind of stagnant for a lot of people. And then the beginning of May, um, you saw obviously Dogecoin uh, or uh, Elon was going to go on SNL. 
Um, and so everyone was on Twitter then. I mean, Dogecoin was pumping and, you know, he was able to just totally ride that. And obviously his Jose Canseco tweet just blew up. Um, so it's just so crazy. It looks like Matt, uh, Matt, are you still here? Uh, it looks like you went down. No, I got back. My thing crashed. Yeah. I mean, any, uh, any comments on that as well, Matt? I mean, I know you were one of his early followers. I was his uh, 17th follower, I want to say, but, uh, I think it's, a great case to show how fast like memes can get you viral yeah like go viral absolutely and i think also it's a case of like resilience it's a case of uh someone being super unique uh i mean like the part of the reason like Peric and and a bunch of these other guys as well are just have blown up so well is just because it's so unique like no one's ever seen someone with like 40 different degrees on their profile and like the kind of uh, material that he was putting out. And it's just so interesting to see. Um, Wolfie, uh, any last comments on this kind of topic before we move on? Yeah, I have a confession, guys. I don't follow Greg. No way. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, any reason why? Uh, I don't know. I, I see all of this shit all over all the time anyway because everybody likes and recirculates it. Um, and I just... I never followed, and now I won't follow until he follows me. So how about that? <laughs> okay. So it's it's kind of good. Uh, it's kind of good that you have this this opposing view, I guess. Um, I, I mean, don't have an. Just... I don't know. I don't have an opposing view. It's not like opposing. Okay. It's nothing like against it. It's just like I never yeah, just... did. Okay. I see this. I see all of the content because everybody interacts with it. Right. So, so it's like, you know, if he follows me, I'll follow him. If he doesn't. He can be cool, little Greg in Kentucky, and I'll be over here sitting in my car. Right. I, I think you did the same thing with me because we were chatting for a while, and then uh, eventually I followed you, and then you followed that, me. That one, that one wasn't intentional though. I didn't know that I wasn't following you. There. Yeah. I'm like I'm like a boomer when it comes to this stuff. Sometimes. I was gonna say now, there is uh, Kayla, who was actually one of Greg's first followers, that yeah. kind of introduced him to the world of FinTwit. So I'm pretty sure Kayla is Greg then. I'm almost positive. I believe it. <laughs> Hear me out. Um, Kayla's husband is Greg. I wouldn't doubt it. Oh. Kayla's yeah, coming out right now. <laughs> we, have a, we have a surprise guest in Kayla. How are you, Kayla? Any rebuttals? I'm good. Definitely not, Greg. I do not have the time for that in, <laughs> in between TikTok and Twitter. Yeah. I, I will it, say it's not it's not Kayla because Greg posts pictures of his hands, and those are definitely <laughs> those are definitely dude hands. <laughs> yeah, that's why uh, she Thank uses you. her husband. She uses her husband for the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's it's funny because I was just on a call with Matt the other day. He says he knows who it is. I I don't know. No, if you can't. Or not. Dude, I don't know. You can't bring that up in here. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, we gotta keep this under the covers. <laughs> Well, I didn't say, I mean, he didn't tell me who it was. I'm just saying, like, he knows, he knows the beans. And if he could, and if he wanted to, he could spill them. Matt, I laugh emoji, ever. laugh emoji twice if it's secretly, um, what was his name? Uh, Gerg? I forget. Geg. Geg. Oh. I miss Geg. Oh, my God. That account was hilarious. <laughs> Matt, blink twice if, if it's him. All right. I'll spill the beans <laughs> right here because his wife is in the chat. Oh, shoot. Kayla's husband is Greg. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move on to the next topic. We love Greg. I don't, uh, I don't think we're ready for it for that. 
I know it's going to be crazy if we ever find out who it is. So, um, all right, let's move on to wait, the next wait, topic. wait, 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 oh. just before you move. Do you ever think it'll get to a critical mass point where it would be like, like it would be a situation where he can't reveal who he is? So, like Banksy. Matt, I mean, you probably have some opinion on this. I'll let you answer this. All right, so from what we talked about, we can't actually, like, he doesn't want himself to be revealed at any point because of stuff that happened in the past when he's gone viral before. So this isn't his, like, first viral account. Oh. That's interesting. Dang, we're, like, we're really getting into this here. Um, You just turned over a whole new rock here. Uh, wow. <laughs> All right, so... I hate to move on from that, but that's super interesting. I'm sure, damn, the story continues or the plot thickens. Um, all right, so let's move on. I pinned to the top the liquidity meme that he posted yesterday. Um, went viral as well. Absolutely hilarious. It's basically a COVID-19 testing truck getting towed away. And his comment was, NYC is back, baby. Um I thought it was absolutely hilarious. I've seen it across a number of different things. And I've also seen a bunch of people now using that format as their meme format. So, like, they're posting random photos and then just saying NYC is back. Matt, what do you think? Here, I just missed exactly what you said. But uh, New York City being back? Yeah, I just – I posted the – Look at the top, Matt. Look at the top. Yeah, look at the pin. I was just saying how, how viral it went yesterday and how funny it is. All right, no, okay. yeah, you can pass. I'm gonna pass right now. All right, all right. Oh, Wolf Financial, what do you what do you got? Your thoughts on this? Well, first off, I know that you sent this to me, but liquidity is verified, which is kind of crazy because yeah. there's there's not a lot of big meme accounts that are verified, are there? No, there really isn't. Um, I mean, there really isn't. Like, I can't think of another one. Do you know another one? Well, I mean, the thing is, though, you have to look at, like, liquidity is huge on Instagram. And then he's had, I believe, multiple articles written about him. I think, like, his picture is out there. So if you really wanted to find it, who he is, you can find him. Um, so, I mean, he's he is basically a public figure at this point. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, that's cool. My thoughts on it? Well, it's cool that he's verified. I was actually in NYC. Uh, last weekend, I want to say, I don't know, dude, I've been moving around a lot, but, um, I would not say that NYC, well, it was kind of back because two different things. So one, the nightlife definitely back. I was going out to bars to like two thirty, three AM, a lot of people packed, no masks, all that. But the thing is for the actual, like going into restaurants and going into like stores and stuff and like walking on the sidewalk and stuff during the day, people are actually still pretty cautious in NYC. Um, it could be, it's just, you know, the demographic. Um, of the area but like especially on the subway maybe they just understand how disgusting nyc is um you know you feel like you're walking through soup uh not not in like an offensive way it's just you know they test the air quality tell me i'm wrong and i think like in other areas you know i would i've been in ac baltimore philly um over the last week uh traveled around a bunch i feel like it's just been much more relaxed um from a uh, shutdown or lockdown perspective in other areas. So I feel like NYC is actually still being a little cautious. Just maybe the nightlife is back. Wolfie, do you have any comments on that before I kind of move on? Yeah, I got an apartment in New York. So New York is not back until you're literally walking through garbage on the streets and when there's a hobo pissing on the subway. 
<laughs> I've seen a couple of those kind of videos. I know there, there were stuff on subway. There were a lot of people taking pisses just in yeah. random places on the street. Not gonna lie, including <laughs> well, my then, well, then it's back, baby. Including my friend group. So yeah. <laughs> All right, this kind of segues easily into. I mean, we got this. It's kind of the elephant in the room. We got the Delta variant. Um, I've seen a couple news reports. There's already third world countries that are shutting down, not necessarily because of Delta variant, but I mean, there's a lot of resurgence in those kind of countries. Anyone have any comments? I don't want to get political with it, but anyone have any comments on that? Are they worried? Are we, are we good? I really don't see any need to be worried because I've seen the vaccination mainly, uh, it opposes what's going to happen for, uh, these variants. So as long as you're vaccinated, it's no issue. As for other countries, I can't really say what's going to happen out there. I I heard that the people who got J&J might need to get a booster shot. I did hear. It was uh, Moderna, the one that's, uh, that knocks it out. Yeah, but also I thought Ramp was pretty funny when he said, why are they naming the variants after sororities, which is <laughs> accurate. <laughs> and then uh... – Hey, per- hey, Permium, I-, I saw your I saw your DM. I'll get you up at the end, and we'll we'll do like a little Q and A really quick. Um, I'll get you up at the end though for sure. Um, no, I saw. I think I posted something yesterday as well, where it was like that that new kind of meme format where it was like the the fat uh, Jason Momoa versus the gold sheen, gold shiny uh, like normal Momoa or uh, uh, what's his name Aquaman, um, and then it was like regular COVID versus like COVID nineteen Delta variant. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just wild. Any other comments on that? No, I don't Uh, think it's going to be an issue. I I, I don't think, I don't think it's like an issue here. The interesting thing, like if we get serious about it, the interesting thing is if like other places, uh, get shut down and it creates bottlenecks for certain things that we need supplies for like that on a serious basis is where I'd look at it. But otherwise, like. As long as the variant is not something that can't be covered by the vaccines that exist now, doesn't bug us. Uh, Permian, Permian, I brought you up really quick. Do you want to speak really quick to that? Yeah, no, absolutely. So, uh, firsthand experience with the uh, variants and the vaccines. So, uh, my family um, <clears throat> vaccinated uh, for four plus months. Um, ended up in ICU. Um, yeah, I mean, it can happen to anybody, but, uh, then I was around them and nothing happened to me, but I mean, like, uh, yeah, it's not a, it's not a hall pass, but you know what? It's, it's a fucking flu and, uh, the family, the, the people I'm talking about are 85 plus years of age and, uh, something's going to get them. And in case you don't know this, like something's going to get all of us. Gotcha. Gotcha. Dark. <laughs> Ominous. Yeah, no, I, I hear yeah. you, Permian. I hear you. Death denial is real. The only thing that's getting me is these minus 80% gains. Yeah. Right. No, but I mean, like, um, yeah. So um, everybody else who we were widely exposed, like widely exposed, um, nothing. Um, some, some positive with no symptoms, some negative, no symptoms. But I mean. Yeah. Alrighty. Thank you, Permian, for the for that. Um, we're gonna move on to the kind of the last topic here. Wait, we... uh, 
Can can I ask anybody like has anybody tried anal sex? Really? I I actually haven't. All right, I permute. I just moved you down. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Jesus Christ disapproves. All right, well the the first episode's going well. Um, so now we got to the final final kind of topic before we maybe go into some uh, questions from the audience. Over the past, I mean, over the past month or two. We've we've talked a ton about crypto. It's been kind of the focus. Um, as of recent, it's gone sideways. It's gone kind of stagnant. Does anyone see? Do we go into a crypto winner here? We stole the bull market. Uh, I mean, I've continued to talk to a bunch of people about this, and so many people are unsure. Do Do you guys have any opinions on it? I feel like we need another major event before we like scale up into the crypto market. Got it. So, I mean, you think? So, do you think? You know, El Salvador was a, a major or a minor event? I would say major. It's the first milestone of a country accepting Bitcoin as like a formal payment. But I wouldn't put it as uh, one of the next steps towards it becoming like formally I, I accepted. Think, I, think, I think you said it the right way. It's a major milestone and a minor event. Yeah. Got it. Got it. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. Wolf, uh, Wolf Financial, you have any... Any comments on it as well? Um, hoping and praying every day. You know, I say I pray three times a day for crypto. And right now I'm just, you know, the, the problem. Well, I'm just looking at Bitcoin. To me, it looks, it really looks like it could go either way is the scary part. Like this, this sideways condensing around, you know, 35 to dropping down to the, you know, 30s to up to 40s just scares me. Like, it, it really, it just scares me because, you know, I haven't sold anything, but if it goes down under, like, 27 one day, which it could do in a single day, I just see it going to, like, 22. Yeah. And the problem is I don't see that same thing with, like, the upside of, like, oh, if it hits 40, like, in my mind, it's not like, oh, you know, we're good. It's moving up. I'm just scared of the downside. Right. Now, I mean, do you see that correlation also in, I mean, in, in, in the regular markets or just general markets? Uh, it's kind of sideways um, as well. Yeah, you know, it's the thing, the difference in the regular markets is where you have earnings and fundamentals and a little bit more like, you know, company events and surety um, in a lot of situations. And like, that's what I base a lot of my investing on. Like, I try to buy fundamentally sound companies that I believe are going to have great earnings reports and give out great news each quarter. And so like you're, you're in, in crypto, you're a little bit like in the dark, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Wolfie, any other comments on that? Yeah. So um, crypto like wildly trades like as a technical asset. So like, all of, a lot of these moves when the thing goes sideways just kind of trade around technicals. If if Bitcoin loses its 50 week, which is where it like held support last time, that's where like that neckline for everyone and their mother posting a head and shoulders pattern on Bitcoin, that's where that neckline basically sits. So essentially, if it breaks that that spot, it's basically saying that it can't hold a year's worth of support, and then it's it's like um what what everyone's fear is of like it going likely back to uh where it broke out from which is like twenty thousand. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. But essentially, right. essentially, like Matt said, for it to go like meaningfully higher, it will need some sort of, you know, like real catalyst. One thing though, tomorrow there's allegedly uh, 1.8 uh, billion, I think, of uh, German funds that are eligible to be invested in Bitcoin. So just look out for that. So now, Wolfie, is that only Bitcoin, or is it the broader general uh, market or crypto market? I will find the tweet and I will post it uh, again, okay. but I'm pretty sure it was uh, Bitcoin. Got it. Got and it. And that, that tweet came out in April, but um, it, it was scheduled for July 1st and tomorrow obviously is July 1st. So I think right. it's supposed to be tomorrow. That's yeah, that's a super interesting piece of news. I would love to kind of read it more into that. Um, okay. So before we kind of get maybe into any questions or comments from the audience really quick, uh, does any of the uh, speakers on here want to talk about anything else uh, in the past week or so? Talk to me about this new uh, PFP. Yeah, so this is me as a kid in uh, Cancun, Mexico. I had the great idea of getting braids that are probably about tw- 10 or 12 years old. Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's me in the flesh as a little kid. Nice. <laughs> a lot of people ask if that's that's actually me yep that's me that's my actual name so uh here i am i'm actually a chad do you want to talk about your tiktok account yeah so uh, it's kind of funny um i I think uh i've kind of played around with tiktoks before on a number of different platforms but this is the first time i'm really doing content for myself and i mean i just kind of spent some time over the past week kind of playing around with different ideas and uh building uh, some drafts and stuff like that. And I've sent them around to get feedback and uh, I really like it. I'm going to continue to do at least what I'm going to do is the market recap every day at around two to two thirty ish. That's at least what I'm going to do. And then I'm, I'm really building a lot of different ideas I want to do and I just have to really execute on that. So uh, I think it's going to be really fun this summer. I'm really kind of focused on building out this account and, and uh, the whole gamut. So it's going to be, it's going to be really fun. I think you should keep doing it it's, uh, and uh, just do it the exact same format that you have. I like that format. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was interesting. You know, it was, uh, it's funny. I saw uh, Gannon. Uh, I know Wolf, Wolf Financial, you and I uh, t- talked to Gannon a couple of times and I saw his uh, update and I was like, oh shoot, you know, he, he uh, obviously, I mean, he released it first. So it's his his thing but but i think we're doing it in different ways and different kind of formats so i think it's interesting but i think we've gone back and forth on it i think there's a need for it um a quick fun way to see what happened in the day and uh, i enjoy it yeah definitely i you had to get in there sooner than later yeah speaking of ganon i have a call with him in two days sweet yeah he's a great guy um all right I, I wanted to keep this, try and keep this under, you know, 30 minutes or so. We're almost coming up to 525 uh, here. Does anyone in the audience uh, want to come up here and ask a question really quick or make a comment? I see E.T. Yeah, E.T.'s a great guy. All right, we got one. We'll bring him up and see. Uh, hopefully it's not a troll. Uh, obviously that can happen, but <laughs> I don't think Permian was trolling, but I think he just decided to ask that last question. 
Uh, Tenzer, what's up? Yeah, hey, I've got a question. I was actually attracted to the space. Wolfie shared a a, uh, a video that I had put out last night, and um, basically what it was was a, a guru or otherwise known as Furu. If I'm saying that correctly, I'm like a month into this FinTwit community. Um, and basically why I'm into it is because I've noticed somebody that I've known since the age of 10 is out there having claimed that he has turned $1,000 into $18 million. And I just simply cannot believe it because this, this man who claims to be doing so is just profoundly dumb, right? And he's got this, uh, he's got this video series that he sells. You all might know it's at Stocks That Go. His real name is Cameron Newell. But he's got this video series that he sells for $2,000. And, um, you know, while it's fun to laugh about, hey, he's making this outrageous claim, uh, what he's doing is he's making a material re- uh, misrepresentation, right? And he is uh, engaging in what is a really predatory act. Um, and he's trying to catch the people who are uh, down on their luck, looking for that proverbial trampoline, um, you know, into, into riches. Maybe they lost their jobs. Maybe they're, you know, back on child support. I could go on and on, right? So I guess what I'm asking is, is there's a lot of um, false statements out there. There's a lot of pump and dump type chat rooms. And I see an avenue for enforcement of some level to come in and perhaps, uh, you know, give some attention to these folks. And it doesn't really seem to be happening. So, you know, when I think about somebody like Cameron and, you know, maybe Wolf, Wolfie, you could share this video. Uh, what send it my say? way i'll share man i don't care well uh, i think you did you tweeted it right but um okay. or maybe I'm, I'm talking about the wrong person no no but... no I, I if it's the video of the guy who uh, was trying to who says that he has like uh Eight. mit mathematics uh quant that helps him do his algos and then he whips out a calculator to do some really stringent math of 10 times 17 yeah i, I pumped that video yeah so pump, hilarious. Pump that video but anyways point point here is is the ftc you know, SEC, do, do they give any attention to these guys? How do we get these guys in trouble? What they're doing is wrong. Uh, I mean, I know they I, do. It's I, just, I think it gets to a point where enough complaints come in about someone or a group and then they act. I think that's how it works. Uh, but I, 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 they, list? You think it's a function of volume as far as the complaint goes? I have, yeah, I mean, I have no idea, but there's a lot. Like, listen, man, I, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who do like, that and worse and oh, yeah. if, if you just if you just take it on a bigger scale like how's like what elon does allowed right oh so, i'm i'm with you i'm with you so like yeah, i don't know i don't know the answer i don't know how they how they get flagged i don't know and, any of i that. mean the tender it has to really do with the fact that the sec the ftc a lot of these regulatory agencies are really underfunded and so basically what their focus is is like wolfie was saying was their focus is really on volume, like who's the biggest player and then trying to scare all the smaller fish out of trying to do it in the future. Um, I think that's part of their kind of goal. Unfortunately, that's how it is, but there's a ton of small players and you, that's probably just the first one. If, if you haven't seen more, unfortunately. Yeah, I, I agree. And I guess I'll open the floor up for, you know, other questions here, but I, being underfunded is certainly prime element here. And it's my concern. You know, I didn't, I'm new to this space. I don't know how often these people get swept up. It was my suspicion that, you know, this did not rise to the level at somebody sitting in, you know, what is clearly an apartment, right. Claiming $18 million and 
you know, that's probably something that, you know, the SEC doesn't even turn their nose up at. Yeah. I have, you know, uh, sorry, Wolf, but, there, you know, it's interesting, too, because a lot of these guys, like, even though that will happen, like, even if they get big enough to where they do, you know, either settle with the FTC or SEC or they do, like, have to pay some kind of punitive damages, a lot of times they end up doing it again. I mean, I've seen a number of different kind of uh, – MLM guys, obviously this is different, but there's a number of different like MLN guys that after being convicted of fraud and all this kind of stuff, they're still able to do the same business. And they, I mean, because like, it's such a mind game, a lot of this stuff, they continue to do it again and they'll, they'll continue to try and do it again because the money is just there. Um, and so, yeah, it's, 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 it's horrible. But. Yeah. Interesting. Also, take. also, oh. also, also the downside, like, so you get caught, yeah. um, like, very few of these people end up actually serving time. They usually like pay right. punitive damages and then they might serve like a month or six months or so. And then they're out. Um, so yeah. like, you just look at like the guy from Wolf of wall street, right? Like he, he did serve time, but like I'm, I've never talked to him. I don't know the guy, but I'm pretty sure just based on his demeanor, like he looks at it as a trade off and he's fine. Yeah. One of my friends actually did a hour long interview with him a few weeks ago. And that'll be coming out in like a month and a half where I think they go into like what he does with his money now and like how he lives his life and stuff. It's cheeky tease right there. Cheeky. Yeah, he, he, he was sending me videos of him playing golf with Jordan Belfer in Jordan Belfer's backyard. I've ridiculous. seen actually a number of different videos. Like he's so he's really active on socials now. He um, likes he likes you, Chad. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess he does. Jordan Belfer responds <laughs> Wait, what? to Chad. Does he? He does. He responds to Chad. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> He's responded a couple times, but you wow. know, not in the nice, not in the nice ways. Uh, what was the tweet that got you followed? No, <laughs> it was it was a, it was uh, not a while ago, but like a couple months ago. I forget. I did. So I think I just said like it was the Gates one. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that one. Plus, there was yeah. One he tweeted a little while later. He tweeted Jordan Belfort tweeted if you're not the smartest person, if you're not like. Something like about if you're not something in the room, like somebody else is, or like if you're not the most wanted. Oh, if you're not wanted... the smartest in the room, you're in the wrong like, room? I, I, yeah, like yeah. Some, it was something like basically like if you're not the best person in the room, like somebody else is going to leave you or something like that. And he tagged Melinda Gates under the post. That was right when that was right when Bill Gates, obviously, and them divorced. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, We're a grade A class act right there, man. I might, I might actually get. I was told that um, after the uh, interview drops, it's actually a whole series that my friend did. He inter- he's doing it with King Batch, who has like thirty million followers, and so he interviewed Jordan Belfer, Steve Urkel, um, Chris Camillo, and a bunch of others. And it's a whole series, and it's getting sponsored and stuff. And then he said after it drops, which I think is August, so like two months from now, he said he'd ask Jordan Belfer to come on a space with me and my friend. So we'll see. <laughs> That's crazy. All right, wow. we'll bring up uh, we'll bring up one more, and then we will uh, cap this session off. I know everyone's super busy. Oh, oh, last uh, thing, uh, I have a hot take on um, the other guy's question from Tensor, which was yeah. hot hot take. Uh, the government doesn't need to punish these people. Uh, you sh- people should be more careful with their money and not give it to random people on the internet. The internet is huge. It's not, in my opinion, the government's job to regulate every single little thing. People should just uh, be a little bit more careful with trusting people on the internet. Hot take. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, I like that yeah. take. I mean, but there is something to be said. Like, you have to, 
I'm d- I'm down uh, to debate this another time. Yeah. I'm down yeah, to yeah, actually yeah. I'm actually I'm down to actually have like a, a legitimate debate. <laughs> yeah, I, used to, yeah. I used to be on that side and then I went and worked for uh like I, I went and started building products for underserved communities and I saw the pro like I saw the the nebulous yeah. problem for why that statement doesn't work. So I'm down right. to have that conversation another time. But in general, for like ninety percent of people, I agree with you. All right. Yeah, we will we'll set up that space probably soon. All right. Uh, broken brokers. What do you got? Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking that, you know, maybe interesting to have some sort of like, you know, separate website to report people on FinTwit for like being scammers or whatnot, because, you know, or like duplicate accounts and all that. And people can kind of like search if they ever have any suspicions because, you know, Twitter, when you report these guys on Twitter, you know, nothing ever happens, rarely ever happens. And you know, there's a ton of scam, like these like pump and dump accounts out there, like not to name any names, but you know, like maybe like Atlas and all all these other dudes. <laughs> not to name anyone, but naming them. Not, not yeah. to name too many names. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe interesting to have like a separate reporting system. Just, you know, I guess it's kind of hard to have someone who's like totally unbiased, though. So like kind of rate other accounts but uh yeah, yeah it's definitely matt, I, think, I mean I matt, 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 will have have one seen... done, matt will have one done by 9 p.m uh it'll be an mvp <laughs> you know the thing that i was thinking of uh have you guys ever used reddit they have like financial service boards they implemented this thing called the universal scammer list it's basically reddit's version of telling if someone's a scammer or not on the website yeah I yeah yeah it's, it's difficult exactly. when it's not sectioned off by like niches it's like how how long is someone going to spend on there really to to try and find a scammer? You know, especially with Reddit. No, you just like Reddit search a name, Reddit. search a handle. Outside, what that is, you have to decide because anyone can report it as a scammer. There had to be like a system to show like credibility between people. Yeah. Yeah. No, but like, who's gonna? I mean, it could be crowdsourced though. You know, if you get like five, like fifty or five hundred people reporting an account, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, it could be game though with bots though. Yeah. So yeah, it's a great idea. I think it's good. Yeah, it could be game to bots, I guess. Yeah, unfortunately. Maybe oh uh, maybe yeah. You could also make it so you have to like log into a Twitter account. You know, yeah. you maybe could you do uh, then like maybe look at the number of followers the person has. That would prevent like some gaming. You know, you know what solves well, it's just a simple capture. You know what solves this actually? There's a guy up here who's a speaker and he's on a team that's building an app that's gonna have like reputations and stuff in the app. Ooh. Wolf's like writing everything down Ooh. right now. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. If you want a legitimate, well, not financial advice, but from reputable sources, everybody who's verified within the Wolf app has actually been really vetted and has references and multiple Zoom meetings with my team and, you know, actually goes through a whole process. So you can check it out. It's in link in my bio. There we go. Already. Yeah, um, but that may be a little too small, you know, like, I don't know. For now. For, you can't for, get for everyone. now. They're going yeah. to replace yeah, a lot yeah. of these things. That's the goal. Rocket fuel incoming. Alrighty, guys. Uh, that's going to kind of wrap up the quick week in Fintuit. Before I let you guys at least make a last kind of final comment, everyone in the audience, really quick, give uh, everyone on here on the panel a follow. Um, Matt and I might be working on something soon. Wolf Financial, he's got a great app. Um if you don't already know about his app, download it, check it out. And then Wolfie's got a bunch of stuff going on. He can speak to that if, if he wants to as well. And so uh, just before we end it, Matt, I'll let you uh, 
first kind of make a closing remark. I really don't have much to say except for the guys up here are very credible. I love them each. And uh, one thing, though, I kind of want to know the day for uh, Wolf and Wolfie's argument. Uh, I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going sure we to contact Triller and we'll let you know. Triller, yeah. you're not going to sell ticketed spaces? You already got like 10 bucks for me oh, now. Yeah. yeah, I'll let you know when I get ticketed spaces. That's when we'll do it. <laughs> That's crazy. No. All right, yeah, over you, uh, Wolf Financial. Uh, catch us tomorrow night, same time, right, Chad? Am I going to be on that one? Yeah, yeah, I was, I was going to say that. Oh, after, sorry. Uh, Fine, I'll let you, yeah, I'll let you no do that. Um, uh, then I'll also, my other thing is, if anyone, Kayla was here in the beginning of this, tomorrow at 7 p.m. EST, which is going to be an hour before this space, me and Kayla are going live on TikTok. So hop in the comments section on TikTok. I'm sure Matt and Chad will be there. And have fun with us. I actually, unfortunately, won't. I'm going to be on a space with Stock Twits. So, oh, nice. Uh, uh, with uh, what's uh, re re from uh, Wall Street big, Confessions. Big boy, so I will big boy. Right, we're trying, we're trying. All right, uh, lastly, over to you, Wolfie. Um, I got nothing, man. Just uh, be be cautious out there. Tread tread uh, gently. Things don't always go to the moon, and uh, trade what you see, not what you feel. But uh, one more thing before I do close it up, Wolf Wolfie, I know um. You don't really want to push anything. Um, do you want to talk about anything that you do or, or not really? Uh, like, I uh, think some of the service you offer. So I don't like pump. So like what the guy earlier was a tenor, what he was talking about. I try to avoid like, I feel like if people want to find me, you can click on my website. You can find me. You can find what I'm, what I do, but I don't want to, I don't want to pump it because I don't, I don't like to give people a false sense of hope or like, you know, your, your experience, my experiences can be different than yours and your experiences can be different from the next guy. But I will say that outside of that, I do have some, you know, I'm going to put together some content that people could really benefit from. And this comes from about five years of uh, data collecting and of um, just input from, from people. So I'm putting together some content, hopefully really easily digestible, and then my goal is to have, I haven't, I've never done a space of my own, but I'm going to start doing uh, probably two a week, uh, one to start and one to close the week. But other than that, I don't, I, you know, when it, when I feel like it's more time to get into things, I will. Perfect. I appreciate, I appreciate it. I appreciate it though. Thanks for, thanks for looking out. I really yeah. appreciate it. Definitely. Um, Alrighty. We look forward to seeing you guys next week as well. Uh, before I kind of, close off with some other final things again this uh episode was sponsored by RetroSend. go check out the website if you want any uh great finance apparel uh tomorrow we're going to be doing a lot more serious space on on just general markets uh this week in markets with a couple of the panel or a couple of the speakers on here 5 p.m pst um and then i believe i'll be on a space with stock twits and, and a few other people tomorrow at 7 p.m. est which is 4 p.m. pst um but again we will see you next week have a great night and uh enjoy the rest of your week take it easy guys thanks chad